Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard RM World Travel, everybody. Mary, Rudy, and I appreciate you being here with us for hour two of the fastest two hours in travel. And as we start this second hour of our travel get-together. Uh, holding on the show hotline is Dan Sherman of Ski.com to give us, obviously, some ski updates. Uh, so to maximize our time with Dan, let's get right to the show rundown. Mary. Sounds good. Coming up right after Dan Sherman, it's our latest personal connection episode as Sheila Crowley of Habitat for uh, for Humanity will join us, and she's going to be here to talk about their global village trips. Show friend Scott McCartney checks in sometime later this hour with thoughts on ways to instantly improve flying. And Harriet Baskis will also weigh in with her findings about lost luggage, canceled flights, and the risks of opening new airport terminals. Okay, so we got a lot going on there, uh, but first we begin with skiing. Uh, and as we've had a snowy week here in the New York City area, and more snow coming tomorrow for us, uh, although spring is around the corner, there are still some great opportunities for skiing. As you know, as parts of this country, they are enjoying the best ski conditions in many years. Joining us to give us some updates is Dan Sherman of Ski.com. Welcome back to RM World Travel, Dan. How much are you enjoying the 2018-2019 uh, 2019 ski season so far? Well, good morning. This season is definitely one for the record books. Uh, <clears throat> I'm looking outside the window here in Vail, Colorado, and and the snow is flying, and it's going to be a great day on the slopes. Oh, sounds great. <laughs> Wish we were in Vail. Uh, Dan, uh, from what I understand, you're in Vail for the last stop on this epic ski pass contest. So this lucky winner uh, has been skiing all over the world for two months for you guys. Is that correct? Reporting on different ski destinations. Is that a tough job or tougher than it sounds? Yeah, it's actually it's a, it's a pretty hard job. Yeah, we ran a campaign where we were hiring somebody to literally ski around the world, seven countries, three continents, um, 18, 20 destinations all over the world and kind of tell a story about what it's like to ski for that long straight on the Epic Pass. And this is our last destination. Uh, so the ski.com, several of us are here um, kind of having a celebration with Jackson Lipsack, uh, the gentleman that we chose for the job. So he's had quite the adventure, but he's a little tired. I'll tell you that. I'm sure. <laughs> well, uh, Dan, you uh, when we talked to you in December, you talked about uh, great winter skiing, and, and as you s have pointed out, it's been a great powder season almost all places across America. You mentioned Breckenridge, Colorado, and Snowbird in Utah as two good places. Um, is it true that Breckenridge expects to be open until Memorial Day because they have so much snow? They they did. They made that announcement actually about a month ago or six weeks ago. So, so yeah, that's, that's a rare move for Breckenridge. So they'll be open through Memorial Day, but um, more surprising is if we if we turn to California, oh, uh, Valley and <laughs> Mammoth. Yeah, they they were receiving 300 inches in the month of February, and Mammoth will be open through the Fourth of July. And I expect to hear some announcements, possibly out of Lake Tahoe, that they may try to ski all year. Like they might try to extend the season all the way up until next year. 
Oh, I, I, that, oh, that's I outstanding. Think about that. that. Wow. Uh, do, you, do you think there's a real good possibility of that with the base hmm. that they have at this point? I think so, yeah. I think that they're good. They've tried to make it happen in the past, but I've seen some photos out of Lake Tahoe, and uh, you know their latest storm, they, they received 42 inches in 24 hours. So they're... They are definitely experiencing one one snowy winter. Well, there's something Four to be feet. Yeah, yeah there's something to be said about that. I just don't know how the conditions go when you get to the edge there, if you will. But uh, but still, to be able to be year-round skiing uh, is phenomenal. So you know, right now, as you think about the great skiing opportunities that are going on, as Mary and I said at the top of the hour, you know, it's snowing here in the New York area. We've got more snow coming. Rudy's in St. Paul. He's got more snow coming this week. Next weekend, they're predicting big snow for us. So, you know, it, 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 even though spring's going to be here, any quick tips that you have for our listeners who maybe, you know, they want to plan some spring skiing and things that you think that they should look for before they book? Yeah, definitely. Well, it it may be hard to think about skiing in spring and people may want to escape the snow, but really the springtime is, is, is one of my favorite times to be in the mountains, March and April. Uh, normally the, it, you experience sunny days and, and there's a real uh, celebratory vibe on the mountain where people are celebrating the end of a great season. And what people can take advantage of are, are a lot of free festivals that are happening on, on the mountain, many of which include um, a lot of music performances by a big name band. So if people are looking to maximize their experience, experience and, and maybe get the best bang for the buck, then we can marry their ski trip with one of these great festivals. And, and obviously at ski.com, we can take a look at all of the 120 destinations we work with and, and put together packages based on everyone's interest at the, de- at the destination or destinations that make the most sense. Well, we've just mentioned a few places, clearly. Uh, but right now, uh, I know Whistler is a hot spot up in Canada again. Uh, are there some places right now that you might suggest? Hey, you know, keep keep mindful of this if you want to do the ski, see this this spring skiing. Yeah, Whistler is a really great one actually. Um, they stay open through the middle of May regularly, and there's the World Ski and Snowboard Festival that happens there every spring. This week, there this year, I believe it starts on April 15th. And again, just a great time to be in the mountains. You can spend your day on the slopes and in the evenings enjoy uh, concerts, film series. Uh, just activities. It's just a really great time to be in Whistler. All right, last thing, I'm going to let you go. Dan, uh, anything on the yeah, East Coast? Anything in the Northeast? Yeah, we, we look to Killington often for spring skiing. Um, they, they often stay open late, and, and they also have the same type of festivals. And, again, one thing I, I failed to mention, in addition to all the music, you can't forget pond skimming. So I know Keist, or, um, Killington has a great pond skimming competition as well. Pond skimming. What's there you pond go. skimming? That's, Can you describe that? Pot, yeah, sure. So... Normally, it's, again, some kind of – it's a big party. There's DJs, a lot of people watching, and generally people are coming down the mountain wearing some kind of a funky costume, and they end up trying to ski across a pool. Uh, And there are a variety of different ways. Sometimes it's just one pool. Sometimes there's two levels of pools with a jump in the middle. All right. Dan, you've taught us something today. Folks, the website to keep you updated on all the places and conditions in the ski world, ski.com. Dan, thank you very much for joining us today. Enjoy your time out there in Vail, okay? Great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate Take that. Take care. Uh, you sound so, like Dan yeah. does a lot of ice fishing. Yeah, listen, the pond's got <laughs> We've learned pond exactly. Skimming. You know, and, and listen, you know, Rudy, Mary, I mean, Mother Nature has been good to so many of the ski areas this year. I also saw, you know, he's in Vail, but Vail Resorts, they're up 17% in yeah, visitors it's to its properties because season. of the terrific conditions. And then out in Arizona, the Arizona Snowball Ski Resort near Flagstaff, you know, they've enjoyed, enjoyed more snow this year than they have at any time in the last decade. 
Hmm. Well, good for them because last yeah. year was really rough on the West. Rough. Exactly. I mean, they got no snow in some places right. like Park City. I mean, they got some snow, but nothing significant. Yeah. There, there were a lot of long faces in Park City when I was there. Okay. Well, we should, we, we, hopefully, we're not going to hear about any drought conditions on the West Coast this year coming up, shouldn't. so that should be a good thing. We shouldn't, certainly not in Sonoma with the flooding they're having as well. Yep. Well, Robert, Mary, and I certainly enjoy having you part of our national as part of our national broadcast today and every weekend. Sheila Crawley is coming up next. She is with Habitat for, Habitat for Humanity, and she's going to discuss their global village trips during today's Personal Connection episode right after this break. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And they keep you fully stocked on the products you use, so don't run out. Determine what you want and when you want it, from once a month to every six months, and it shows up right at your door. Plus, with their handsome discount, the more you buy, the more you save. Give one of their starter sets a try for just $5. After that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular price. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com rm. Or you can visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a direct link. Sleep cool and comfortable every night on a Casper. It's a high-quality mattress at an affordable price. Casper mattresses ship for free in a small box, so you can try it for 100 nights risk-free. And if you don't love it, they'll come pick it up and refund you everything. Put Casper to the test for 100 nights in your own home. Go to Casper.com and use code RM3 for $50 towards the purchase of select mattresses. Casper.com, code RM3. For more info, visit rmworldtravel.com. Terms and conditions apply. Additional fees may apply for Hawaii and Alaska. Studies show that security systems deter burglars. That's why securing your home or small business is truly a necessity. We recommend this brilliant security system, Simply Safe. Simply Safe believes fear has no place in a place like home. They made their system ridiculously smart with sensors that protect every point of access. And there are no long-term contracts. Get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee today at simplysafe.com travel. That's simplysafe.com travel. Or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. All of us in America have so much to be thankful for, but sadly, there are many kids around the globe who need our help. We want to make a difference and are asking you to help us by going to Compassion.com RM and sponsoring a child or multiple children. Around one-third of the world's children live in extreme poverty. Many are hungry, cannot attend school, they're in poor health and neglected. Over 60,000 kids are on the waiting list, but for a little more than a dollar a day, we can give back and reduce this total in a major way. Go to Compassion.com RM to select your child now or RMWorldTravel.com. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. Okay, let's get back to it. Thanks for staying with us through the break. Robert and Mary now back with you for today's Personal Connection episode. And before we're joined by Sheila Crowley of Habitat for Humanity, a brief word about Princess Cruise Lines. All right, folks, for your next ocean cruise, Princess, well, they've asked us to share with you five great reasons that you can cruise with them. First, they offer the best cruise line itineraries, immersive shore excursions, exclusive discovery at sea activities, fresh, authentic culinary experiences, 
memorable celebrations, and more. If it interests you, check out princess.com for additional information. You'll also find specials and more, or you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. I'd venture to guess many of you listening are familiar with Habitat for Humanity on a local level, perhaps even in your own communities. Not only do they operate in all 50 states, they also work in more than 70 countries around the world. For our Personal Connection episode today, joining us to discuss their short-stay global village trips is Sheila Crowley, Habitat for Humanity's VP of Volunteerism and Institutional Engagement. Welcome to RM World Travel, Sheila. Nice to have you on the program today with us. Thanks, Robert. It's great to be here. Well, we really, we've been looking forward to talking to you this week. So, you know, just listening to Mary introduce you, Sheila, you know, I agree with her that many of our listeners are likely familiar with Habitat for Humanity and what you do as far as partnering with homeowners and volunteers to help build decent, affordable housing in various communities. But I'm not sure how many people listening are aware of your global village trips. So can you explain what these are essentially? And then we'll get into more specifics. So essentially, Habitat partners with um, programs around the world. We operate in about 40 different countries, and we give people, volunteers, the opportunity to travel abroad, to work in partnership in communities. And the beauty of Global Village is that you really are working with the community. So you're, you're building alongside them. You're potentially helping them build a new house or, uh, you know, put on a new room or, in some cases, even dig pit latrines. I mean, the, the work varies, and we do it um, in lots of different places, rural, peri-urban. It's just an opportunity for some cross-cultural connection, understanding, and, of course, volunteer and service work. Sheila, I saw that there are a lot of different types of trips that people can choose from. Um, of course, the typical home building that you just mentioned, um, whether it's one house or a project of many houses in one week with lots of volunteers. But I'd love for you to touch on what a build louder is. And also, can you speak to an example of what someone can do in community development? Sure. So build louder is really centered around advocacy work and hopefully understanding the policies and the systemic changes that are needed to influence housing policies in whichever country they happen to be working in. And and quite frankly, I mean, so many of the world's population lives in slums. I mean, in fact, by 2030, two-thirds of the world's population will be living in urban slum centers. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to expose people to the needs of individual countries to to combat those policies that keep people in poverty. So they're very exciting, and then it's a combination of also having that access to potentially even government officials or local officials and also buildings. So it's, it's a bit of a hybrid. Right, right. Okay. And I'm sorry, Mary, I forgot the second That's part okay. of That's okay. The community development piece, which I essentially oh, is. So the community development piece is really centered around Habitat works in partnership with each community. So we are really coming in and helping them do what they need. So it's not based on um, the work is designed to help the communities and the communities themselves are talking about, you know, this is what we need, this is what's important. And then volunteers are able to sort of walk alongside that. And what you'll see is lots of women micro cooperatives coming together to help build their houses it's just it's a varied mix of work 
Really wonderful. wonderful. And I also saw that you provide opportunities on these global village trips to areas for disaster recovery. So would something like the uh, devastating Hurricane Irma back in, when was that, 2017, yeah, 2017, that hit parts of Florida and the Caribbean, is that an example of a place that you might set up and coordinate these trips? That is an example, and obviously it is based on the capacity of the local affiliate and or national organization to host volunteers. And volunteers would get involved in recovery, not necessarily response. So I want to make sure we make that distinction. Right. Recovery work typically starts a year after, after. Mm-hmm. the response. You know, Sheila, as I'm listening to this right now, you know, I'm thinking about the two sons that Mary and I have. So if a family listening right now wants to do something together, how old do the kids need to be to participate? And, you know, do you have a lot of families working on these projects internationally? We do, actually, and it is a great experience, I think, for particularly teenagers and young adults. And right now, you need to be 16 or older to participate in an international trip. Okay, so it's 16 and older. Gotcha. Thank you. So, Sheila, since this is our personal connection segment today, besides learning really valuable skills in, in construction, building, teamwork, and all of that, I would love to get your take on what you believe these global village trips can provide for participants, both for the locals as well as for the volunteers, emotionally, perhaps even spiritually? So I think, um, you know, if you go back to the sort, one of the taglines of Habitat, which is essentially love in action, mm-hmm. I think it is, it is a really wonderful way to demonstrate, demonstrate the, the heart for service. And I think this idea of building bridges and understanding and also respect for the way that people live all over the world. People live very differently, but ultimately I think everybody wants the same thing, safety and security, a healthy, happy family, a roof over their home, and to be able to provide for their children and to um, work towards a better future. So I think seeing all of that in action and also having a tangible um, sort of outcome is really a pretty transformative experience. I agree with you 100%. We've talked about that a lot on this show. Every time we travel, whatever type of travel it is, but people really do want the same things. I mean, it does start with love, and it starts with community and helping and listening to each other. Um, And I love that, just like it is here in the States, you've taken this internationally, and you're allowing and empowering people in these communities who need help to have a say in what is going on. So there's a lot of shared exchange and listening, which I think is terrific. If somebody wants to lead one of these global village trips, are there opportunities for training? Do you provide training for leadership roles for volunteers? And do, if someone wants to be a leader on one of these projects, do they typically stay on the locations longer? So the way that it currently works is if you wanted to be a team leader, and we have many team leaders that have been with Habitat for years, and in fact, I started out as a team leader with Global Village back in the 90s, but basically you would need to go on a trip first, mm-hmm. and then you could apply to be a team leader, and there is a training that is involved. It's typically a weekend. Um, it's about 16 to 20 hours of um, content. And then you would be paired up typically to lead with someone else, so you can have a co-leader. And if people don't necessarily stay on location longer, they just uh, take the team and come back. But some go out multiple times a year. Okay. You know, I'm looking over some of these global village trips that you offer. There are clearly there are many to choose from. 
uh, critical home improvement. I see green building. There, there are women builds, mm -hmm. uh, home upgrades, energy efficient homes. Is there right now a greater need in one area, or I guess another way to put that would be, is there where do you see more people gravitating to at this point? That's such a tough question because it, it's some it's somewhat cyclical. Some of it is dependent on location and cost. A lot of it is driven by people's interest and of course the availability. So it would be hard to say which areas are more popular than others and ultimately all the work is important and necessary. So really wherever volunteers choose to go, they will have um, and feel and see the impact of their work. Well, that, that's a good point. Obviously, for that area, whatever it may, might be needed is going to be important for that specific and location. And these trips are year-round, correct? In different yes, areas of the world? they are year-round. Okay. Yeah. Well, Sheila, listen, it was very nice to connect with you today. Best wishes to you and your team. We really appreciate it. Folks, if you want to find out more, very easy, habitat.org, habitat.org. Have yourself a nice day, Sheila. Thanks very much. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you, Sheila. Bye. Bye. All right, there goes Sheila. As I'm listening to that, Mary, it also reminded me of another reason of why we've just uh, done our own partnership with Compassion International. Mm -hmm. uh, as you heard us talking about, folks, so please go to our website. Right there on the homepage, you will see the Compassion International information and, and help us help children by sponsoring one around the world. Right now, uh, it's time for us to take another break, so this is a terrific time for you to connect with us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. We like to hear from you. We love the connections uh, all week long. That's RM World Travel. Uh, if you can't remember that, you can always click over from our website at rmworldtravel.com. It's pretty easy to do that. After these sponsor messages, there's more RM World Travel coming right up. Stay with us. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. When it comes to costly car repairs, you need options. That's what you get with extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for covered repairs easy. And your favorite mechanic or dealership can do the work. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while you Get covered with extended vehicle protection. Call 800-CAR-6000 and use code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply. For more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Bombas is going to change the way you think about socks forever. Every pair is made with premium cotton and comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, and a seamless toe. With many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles, they look great wherever you go. Bombas are what feet daydream about. And for every purchase you make, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Visit bombas.com rm and get 20% off your first purchase. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash rm or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Well, it's your travel trio, Robert, Mary, and Rudy, back with you for more RM World Travel. And as we get back to the show, just... Just after 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, March 2nd, 
Show friend Scott McCartney will be joining us momentarily, but first, a brief word about expressvpn.com slash rm. All right, let's admit it. All of us think cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that no one wants to grab your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you would be dead wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your Internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That is so true. So for less than $7 a month, you can take back your privacy by using expressvpn.com slash rm. It has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of any computer, smartphone, or tablet. And basically, it encrypts your internet browsing, so it hides your data and public IP address. You can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash rm or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, good place to go. Well, Scott, welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. We appreciate you fitting us into your weekend schedule. Good to be back with you, Robert. Well, appreciate that. Thanks very much. So, listen, we invited you on the show today. You know, as you recently wrote in the Wall Street Journal about some creative ways to instantly improve flying, and we wanted to share them with everyone listening. I talk a lot about my agitation with change fees, frankly. So, let's start there. What are you suggesting? Well, I think change fees should be eliminated. Um, they, they've basically outlived their purpose. Um, uh, airlines don't really need them to um, control people, uh, control business travelers uh, from using cheap tickets. Um, Southwest Airlines has proved that uh, you, you don't really need them. And I think the, it's a clear case where the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Um, they have gotten uh, so expensive, um, $200 for a domestic uh, uh, trip, up to $400, $450 on an international trip. Um, and, you know, stuff happens. People need to change their plans. Um, airlines certainly change their schedules all the time um, without any compensation for the people that they're inconveniencing. And, and so, um, you know, to me, either you overbook um, or you charge change fees, but doing both is just basically double-dipping. Well, amen to that, as you Agree. say, because things happen, right? Agree. So. so actually, speaking of reducing change fees, we did travel polls, Scott, um, a couple of weeks ago, actually a week ago on our website, and reduced change fees was the number two item that air travelers would immediately fix, but increased onboard legroom was number one at 48%. And I know you have thoughts on creating acceptable space minimums, so why don't you share that? Yeah, well, I think I think the problem is um, the inconsistency. I, I think travelers ought to know, ought to be able to easily find out um, how much legroom they're going to have. Uh, basically, what the space is, the the seat pitch as it's measured, um, and it's not a it's not a very good measurement, but it's the it's the best thing that we've got. Um, but it it varies considerably in the in in coach cabins on airlines. Um, you can go from 28 inches on Spirit and and some others um, to uh, 29 and some seats on on American, um, but but 30 on others and 31 on others and 32 on others. Um, I I do I just think it needs to be standardized and people ought to be able to make a choice about what they're buying. Now, if you if you need, I'm I'm not one who thinks uh, necessarily you have to impose. Okay, everybody has to be at least 32 inches because that's what it used to be and that was that was more comfortable. 
Um, I, there's a there's a cost to that. That would raise ticket prices. If you if you really need extra legroom, if you're six foot five or, or whatever, um, you're going to have to pay for it. This is real estate. If you want a bigger apartment, you pay higher rent than if you <laughs> want a small apartment. Um, so uh, airlines have made that option available. You can uh, get the extra legroom row. You can um, now an in international flights premium economy or even even business class. Um, so the options are there, um, but the information is, is not there. And in the back of the airplane, there's just too much inconsistency. Scott, Rudy here real fast. Uh, there used to be a day when airlines would engage in interlining, which means you could call up American Airlines and they'd say, okay, we'll put you on American to here, and then you'll take United to there and come back on some other airline. Now, there still is interlining between airlines in the same global alliance, you know, those Sky Team, Star Alliance, and One World things. But other than that, there's not much of it. You think it would be, I think it's available to consumers to bring back. You agree? Yeah, I do, Rudy. Um, and I really think this comes into play, not so much when with ticketing, because there are so many one-way fares out there. You can do that yourself. You can do that with an online um, travel service that can, you know, they market as hacker fares and stuff like that. Um, but the, the real problem is when you get a disruption and an airline has to cancel a bunch of flights. Um, because of mechanical problems or problems with their mechanics or what it, whatever it would be. And, you know, it used to be that they would say, oh, um, American Canada, sorry we canceled our flight. Um, here you're booked on United. Or uh, Delta would send you over to somebody else. Um, They're stingy about they, that now. Yeah, yeah, they just don't do that anymore. I mean, they, they, they leave it in their rules as, oh, yes, we do that, but it's up to our discretion. Well, they impose... <laughs> Serious discretion. If you are at the very top of the frequent flyer tree and you paid a lot of money, um, they'll they will send you over to somebody else. But for the rest of us, um, it just doesn't happen, and it's a it's a huge inconvenience. It's a, certainly a, a cost to the airline, but they you know there is a time when they Scott, need. Scott, we're going to ask you to hold one second. We're coming up on hard break. We're going to finish this after the uh, messages, folks. As we pause for these important sponsor messages, thanks for being part of our live broadcast, the Travel Trio, and show friend Scott McCartney. We're back with more RM World Travel after these messages. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. With all the recent news about online security breaches, it's hard not to worry about where our data goes. That's why we say take back your privacy by using expressvpn.com rm. They secure your internet browsing by encrypting the data and hiding your public IP address. And protecting yourself costs less than $7 a month. Folks, don't mess around here. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com rm or check out rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. 
Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, equal housing insurer. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom Sleep Tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. AMA Waterways is taking river cruising to a whole new level with its new mega ship, the AMA Magna. Set to debut in 2019, this ship is 72 feet wide, double the size of existing river cruise ships. This means more personal space without sacrificing the intimate experiences we enjoy as it will carry less than 200 passengers. There will be multiple restaurants, alfresco dining, and wine bar to go along with a pool, health and wellness studio, complimentary bikes, and more. Be the first to cruise the Danube on the AMA Magna. Go to amawaterways.com for reservations or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. During tax season, no one wants to discover that someone has stolen your identity and possibly filed for your tax return. Good thing there's LifeLock with Norton to help. If you become a victim, they will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock with Norton is protection for tax season and beyond. Right now, you can get 10% off your first year with promo code RM at LifeLock.com. That's code RM at LifeLock.com or RMWorldTravel.com. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. With show friend Scott McCartney, we appreciate you being part of our Travel Talk get-together. And this portion of the program is sponsored by MyPillow.com. MyPillow products are fully backed by a 60-day money-back guarantee and come with a 10-year warranty. The new mattress topper has improved our sleep. It has an exclusive three-layer design that starts with MyPillow foam for support, adds traditional foam to relieve those pressure points, and finishes it off with an ultra-soft patented temperature-regulating cover. Mm, so why not join us? Improve your own sleep by getting our four-pack special. That's two any-size premium MyPillows plus two go-anywhere pillows for 50% off. Or you can choose to get 30% off the mattress topper plus two standard MyPillows for free. All you got to do is go to MyPillow.com, use our RM promo code to get these specials. Also link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Okay. Hi, Scott. It's Mary. Thanks for sticking around with us for another segment. Sure, Mary. Um, yeah. So as we get back to your suggestions for ways to instantly improve flying, something that's really important to me and I'd suggest is important to a lot of people listening today across the country is the, uh, the piece with the family seating, making family seating easier to reserve. So why don't you talk about that with us? Yeah, I, I think this is a real problem and, and really is unfair to families. Um, what airlines are doing, they're blocking off so many seats um, for for fees. Um, so to get a seat assignment, you have to pay a fee, um, even though they say, oh, we give away seats uh, for free. Um, now, they're, they're reserving a huge number, a huge percentage of their seats for uh, their top-level frequent flyers. Um, but they, but far in advance, uh, they don't know who's going to show up for frequent fires, except they have a very good idea. And I think they're, they're really exaggerating the number of seats that they need to block off for last-minute travelers. So when a family goes to book, they're booking early, 
um, they're finding no seats available, or the only seats available are middle seats. And you can't, if you're if you're a family of four or a family of five, six, uh, you know, you just don't want to be up and down the rows in, in six different middle seats. Um, and so I think there needs to be some accommodation here for families um, without forcing them. Essentially, it becomes a family seating fee. They're forcing them to pay the fees to get seats together. Exactly. Talk about coupon books, Scott. Yeah, I think this is a really fun idea somebody had suggested to me. And, uh, you know, there are so many people who go back and forth now on uh, the same route over and over. They're commuting to work. They're commuting. They're going home to take care of an elderly parent or uh, they're sending their children um, from, uh, you know, one one family, one mother to father um, in a divorce situation or, or whatever it might be. Um, that I think airlines could really build loyalty as they, they really struggle to, to figure out, well, how do we keep people loyal to our brand instead of just shopping for the cheapest fare? Um, I think if they, if they brought back coupon books, this is something that used to happen, um, they could you know, certainly yield manage it to um, just just let us pay the average fare on that particular route. And, and maybe you have one for peak travel times for business travelers sort of and one for off-peak travel times, um, weekends or nights or whatever for uh, leisure travelers. Um, and, you know, you could really um, lock in loyalty. Uh, yeah, somebody's good, good got idea. a vacation home somewhere and they're going back and forth and they would love to buy a coupon book. Absolutely a good idea. And, Scott, number six on your list and something I think we'd all agree with, uh, you suggest slow down price changes. Sounds logical, but explain what you mean. Yeah. Well, you know, there's just no other business that, that prices its product the way airlines do, and it's a source of great frustration uh, for all of us. Um, I, I think they, you know, they've become enamored with the ability to um, make instantaneous price changes. To They not only file fair changes um, multiple times a day, uh, but, uh, you know, as, as a seat sells on a flight, that changes the pricing. If uh, the, the day that you shop may change the pricing, the flash sales that they're running, um, it, it just creates a, a whole lot of confusion. And you don't know what the real price is to go from Boston to Atlanta or whatever it might be. Um, I, I think that, you know, let's let's slow it down a bit, even though you have the technical ability to make incredibly rapid price changes and, and try and maximize your revenue that way. It, it's it's maybe not the best thing for the business overall. And and I think if if I've always thought if airlines made it easier for people to buy tickets and use their product, people would fly more. And they you know, they if, if you make it too difficult to actually use your product, people are going to avoid using your product. Well, Scott, listen, we appreciate you joining us today, folks. If you're as passionate about travel as we are, don't miss Scott's middle seat column every Thursday in the Wall Street Journal. Enjoy the weekend, Scott. You can hear it, folks. It's time for us to take another break, but segment 10 of our two-hour broadcast is up next. Stay with us. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To 
join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to the last portion of the show, and this portion is sponsored by relieffactor.com. Just about all of us know someone who struggles with pain that comes from aging, exercise, and other everyday activities. Maybe you're struggling with occasional pain yourself, like back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain. Well, listen up. Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free supplement created by doctors for people who are tired of suffering with pain associated with aging, exercise, and other everyday activities. Maybe that's you. If so, you should read all the positive testimonials on this product from other members of our audience. They ordered the three-week quick start pack, and their aches and pains were either lowered or eliminated. Now, is it guaranteed to get rid of all of your pain? Well, of course not. But the majority of people who ordered the three-week quick start pack go on to order more. Is it worth $19.95 or less than a dollar a day to find out? We think so. So go to relieffactor.com and take a look at all the testimonies while you're there. Let's see if we can get you out of pain as well. Get your 1995 three-week quick start pack from relieffactor.com, or you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. You know, it takes a whole lot more than a whole lot of money and a whole lot of construction to open an airport. And my next guest, journalist Harriet Baskus, uh, she writes the At the Airport uh, column for USA Today, recently took a look at the preparations for opening a new terminal at Seattle's airport. And she joins us from Seattle, Harriet, right? That's right. Um, so... You actually went out on a uh, last month on a, or, or I guess late January, on a uh, part of the pre-opening testing of that airport. And how was, what kind of testing was this, Harriet? Well, this was the expansion of one of the satellite areas, the satellite terminal, we call it locally here. And they needed people to come and see if everything was working. And I got an invitation. My neighbors got invitations, and we signed up. We volunteered to go to the airport. Most people try to stay away from the airport. We volunteered to go to the airport and help them test out all the systems to see if it would be okay for the future. So let's be clear. When they wanted to test things out, they, they'd already done the engineering part. These were Mr. and Mrs. Uh, public uh, who came to test it out. And what were you directed at what to do, or what, what did you do? Did you have to take notes? Did you have a yeah. check, checklist? Yeah, so the space was is built. Was When we got there, it was almost done. I think they thought it might be a little more done, like the bathrooms weren't working. But, yeah, we were given, um, we were given breakfast, but then we were given a plane ticket, and we were told to make our way like a regular passenger to go from the main terminal out to the satellite terminal to see if we could find our way to go into the to go into the terminal and walk around and see if we what we thought of the signage what if we thought of the space what we thought of the um, amenities that were there could we find our way to the gate and then um, we got people were invited to board a plane so the Alaska it's an Alaska Airlines space and they were testing out the boarding area and the boarding process and the boarding counter and the ticket uh, scanner machine to see if everything worked. How many, for lack of a better word, civilian testers were there the day you were there? The day I was there was um, more than 200 people. And I met um, six-year-olds and 93-year-olds and, and all sorts of people had volunteered to go do it. You know, you mentioned the bathrooms didn't work. I, I One of the anecdotes in your story, you talked to the per people who checked it, tested a new terminal or were in charge of testing a new terminal. In Helsinki, 
and it turned out that uh, some people were wearing brightly colored sweaters or vests, and that auto- just walking into the restroom automatically activated all the water taps on the sinks. Exactly. So there's things they don't. That I guess I was a little surprised, and I think well, there's all these people and all this. Uh, planning and all these engineers, but there's little things that they figure out don't really work unless they have real fake passengers testing it out before opening day. At the Seattle one, one thing they realized was that this big sign for the one of the gates was put right behind another sign so that you couldn't see that there was a, a gate around the corner. I was really surprised that it took till testing day for them to figure that out. Right, and total amateurs at that, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. Everyone was like, I don't know how to get to the gate. It's like, well, we we can see the gate. That's what the engineers were saying, but not regular passengers, exactly. Were the restrooms supposed to be working when you were there, or did you know that before you started? Uh, I think they told us before we went out to the air, went out to the terminal. Okay. I think they, in their um, in their plan of of construction they were just a little bit behind was there anything else it's open (laughs) was there anything else that you helped them with or that you and your colleagues helped them with yeah so it was signage um people did a little testing of the food concessions that was going to be out there so that was the best part we could tell them yes that copy is going to be good right there um people also then tested leaving because you know you have you have new we a lot of people here are familiar with our terminal, but you have new people coming all the time. So we were also asked to, to test leaving the terminal, and could we make our way easily to the baggage claim area? And when I've talked to other airports, they say they ask their volunteers to not only get to baggage claim, but then to get on public transportation and go home and report <laughs> back how that works. Oh, my goodness. I noted in your piece also that Istanbul, whose new terminal was delayed, I just read this week opening, they used 10,000 10, people to test it out. Harriet, thanks for the uh, eyewitness report. I had no idea airports did it. Sounds like a very good idea to me. Appreciate it. It was fun. Thank you. Harriet Baskus is a travel writer. She's based in Seattle. She writes the At the Airport column for USA Today, and she is a regular on our show. We're delighted to have her. We've come to the end of our two hours this weekend. Delighted to have had you with me and Robert and Mary. I want to thank all our listeners, all the people who helped put this show together, and all our stations who carry us and bring our voices through the air to you every weekend. Let's do it again next weekend. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.